up, people? Act to the podcast, episode seventy-seven. We are back in the National Walk in the building. It's your girl Tosh, the co-hostess with the mostest. We are back. You Act to the that. podcast, episode seventy-seven. We just chugging along. Seventy-seven. Does Danny? Does he come in my Spanish? No. He doesn't like my Spanish? Well, he says it's Spanish like he learned in school. I don't come in your Spanish, and I talk a lot of shit about it. Well, what about the numbers? I mean, I'm, that's all we're saying is the numbers. Is there like a slang way to say the numbers? Yeah, they don't, they're not so technical. So, thank like God you see it. Like, it's you like saying a, 77. You don't have an accent, so that's probably why you don't have no flair to it. But I feel like, even in English, there's only one way to say Well, okay, 77. I guess if you say it like... Slang like it's like 77. No, so I, don't, I don't you talk like that. I don't talk like that in English, so I don't talk like that in Spanish. Okay. Like this is Telemundo, Sabro Gigante. Sabro Gigante. Sabro Gigante. They speak proper. Telemundo. I think it's Brigante. Gigante. Gigante? Yeah. Oh, like giant. Brigante. No, oh. yeah. Like, all right. This is not the Spanish it's channel, not. but I, I like the way they speak. And why are all the ladies on the Spanish channel like? I don't know, but you want to translate sexy. Spanish? You guys can catch us out there at acttothepodcast.com. Acttothepodcast.com. You can catch us at Facebook. Facebook. You can catch us at Instagram. Instagram. You can catch us at YouTube. YouTube. You can catch us at Google Podcasts. Google El Podcasts. Uh, Anchor. Anchor. You can catch us at Radio Public. Radio Public. You can catch us at TikTok. TikTok. You can catch us at Breaker. Breaker. You can catch us at Spotify. Spotify. And on Twitter. Tweet, tweet, tweet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think names translate, no, though, they like do. names of uh, companies. Wait, that's a clip right there. What was <laughs> <laughs> that? And no matter what uh, language, but when you do say, you when you do, I will say the website is www.acttothepodcast.com or www.acttothepodcast.com. Okay, <laughs> what she said that was you know, and she getting her thing in. I appreciate it. It sounded like it said something. I don't, I don't know for sure, but sound like it said something. Um, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I feel good. It feels good to laugh. Um, I'm a little tired, but you right. I don't get me wrong. I do not miss commuting to work every day. Mm-hmm. However, you know, lately I have been running errands. I got a little side hustle on Poshmark. Not giving out no um, advertise like free advertisement, but connect with me if you're interested. But you I know, saw. That's the plug on this show. This is something else here. It's my plug. I can't plug me. Yeah, you can plug you. Okay. A so shameless plug. I make you know. I've been making like post office runs and stuff like that here and there. Today was one of them days. I had to do a lot of running around. At, like I logged off of work early, so I say all that to say, not being used to like really going outside a lot during the day, it was exhausting. And I it just takes me takes me back to yesterday when I was like a normal commuting employee having to go to work every day that's a lot it seems like you don't mind driving like you don't think driving sucks no i'm not there in life yet where no i absolutely you always ride with me 
Right. So I absolutely think driving sucks and I only do it as needed. Um, I don't complain about it as much because I don't have to drive a lot. But like today, I reached my limit. Right. There was enough running around for me to do. I mean, yeah, so I drive as needed. I I'm, I don't just like, I get, oh my goodness. What? I get pissed at myself because I forgot. I wanted to get a watering can and I had forgot three times. The last three times I went out, that was my intent. I ain't no goddamn watering can. I got a hose out here. I want to buy a watering can. It's just more ladylike than to be pulling out the hose. What you mean? Pulling out the hose? I got a nice rack for it. It comes off the rack nice. But your hands You got a watering can. You might need two cans per pot. You can ask six times. Well, I can fill it up at the hose bed instead of coming in and out the house. But that way, I don't got to unravel the hose, then wrap it back up. Hands get dirty. Then you wash them. I thought that was convenient. You're outside. Pulling the hose, it's not, you know, it's going to be dirty. I feel great today, though. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just running some errands, feel a little tired. But, um, you know, feels good to last. So mentally, mentally I'm an eight. I feel good. We're in a better space than, you know, we have been for, you know, the last few days. We've been utilizing our tools and communicating, knowing that, you know, there's still always work to do. But I'm happy that we're always willing to put forth the work. Um... That's mental. Work is... Work. Finances was next. Finances are a 10. You okay. know, I'm always going to say finances are 10. Now work. Work is a 7. And not just because of work. It's because of people. Let me ask you this. When somebody is new to a, a role, right? Mm -hmm. In our corporate America, we call it a, a 30, 60, 90. You know, you kind of give them mm -hmm. 30 days to really learn the job, 60 days to kind of implement what they know, and then what's well, 30 more days, which would be 60, and then 30 more days to see, you know, what the impact is. So that 90 day period. See if they learn, see if they got effort. If right. They want to do what they want to do. Right. You know, it, or what, it, if they want to do what they're asked to be doing. Putting putting forth any mm -hmm. knowledge that they've gained. So in your world, what's what's like the time frame that you give for somebody to adjust to a new role? Is it the same? Wow. You're asking the wrong person this. What you give them, 20, uh, a day? I've sent people home in six hours. Oh, my God. That's so unfair. How is it unfair? Some people learn differently. I'm a master at my craft. And I can tell by the way a person takes his tools out whether they can work next to me. Okay. And so that's just so, so what it, I, Again, I have... I'm saying five, ten years ago, I was a, I'm literally a different person. <laughs> so, I've sent people home in six hours. Now, I'm a little bit more reserved and I kind of, yeah, I'm a little bit more reserved, patient, and understanding. So, and I do know that people learn different. So, I may give, in my world, my field, it's pressure. I'm, I'm on $7 million projects, $5 million projects, $3 million projects. So, the deadlines, it's pressure. So, a week, two. Okay, that's fair because, you know, it's project-based. Yeah, so in our world, I would say, uh, you know, a 30, 60, 90-day plan to really show, you know, if you're a great fit. But, like, I think a full six months is sufficient for at that six-point mark. You should be proficient in your job. Not saying, not saying you may not still have some things to learn because we're always learning. So that's mm -hmm. not... But so I'm just dealing with a situation where um, that's just not the case. And that's frustrating when you work with people who have different leadership styles, just different managing skills, different um, organizational skills. So that's why I say it's a seven, not just because of the job, but sometimes 
the people get to me and with leadership yeah. skills the seniority holds the rank and not saying seniority can't learn new tricks because you can but what works works and seniority always prevails over that so somebody can come in with something new a new way to manage a new way to do a system but what works works and your new way might not work it's just new but and i'm not saying like it, it it you know we can't well we can't implement it if it don't work well when i say leadership concept. when i say leadership so some you have some people who are leaders in the sense that they are delegators so they mm -hmm. don't really do work they just delegate and then you report back and they gather the details so that they can report up but they don't really do the work so those are the people with manager in front or behind their name because they manage the people they delegate i'm talking about that same position in different leadership styles okay. within that position you have some people who are in that same position you're right with manager in front of their names because they're leading people mm -hmm. and but they do the work along with their people so this is what needs to be done this is the part i'm gonna play i'm gonna delegate as needed now i'm not saying i'm going to be passive and do other people's job but we're going to work collaboratively or at least i'm going to have an understanding of the job and not just delegate without knowledge right. because i can delegate you to do something and if i never take the time to learn it myself i don't know if you're doing it right or not all right, and then you have people whose leadership styles, they don't know how to delegate. They want to do everything. They become overwhelmed, and, you know, it kind of doesn't get done right. So, I mean, again, there's different leadership styles, and sometimes I'm not saying one is right or wrong. I have my preferred leadership style. I am a worker. Like, I'm, I want to know the job, and then I'll delegate as necessary because, you know, as a leader, which, thank God, I don't have any direct reports now, I want to know what my team has to do so I can speak to it. You know, if they're giving me some feedback about a process that's difficult or too time-consuming, if I don't understand, how can I respond? How can I make adjustments? You or like that, too, don't you? Like, not having people on the... I love not being... Yeah, because you're, you're not... That's not your strong suit. No, like, no. you're not... You're a, you're a leader in the sense of once you know it, you can teach other people. But leading isn't your strong suit where if you're given five bombs, you can make it to the finish line. Like because I become frustrated to, with Yeah, people. yeah. Like, that's what I mean. That's not your strong suit is to rally the troops or to know I got to lead this person with anger. I got to lead this person with a, a encouragement. I got to lead this person with this. Like, you get frustrated with that. Because, but I'm like you in the sense that I can pick up on, you know what, this person doesn't really know much, but she wants to learn so I can work with her. This person, she's just lazy. She just wants to complain about mm -hmm. everything. So I don't do well. And I do, I will admit, I have a hard time compartmentalizing um, my, like if somebody annoys me, even if I'm their supervisor, I have to like, yeah. And, I won't and, be supervisor and it's great being in a virtual environment because I know my face used to show it all like oh, what does she want now or like they would and I actually got some feedback before where like people could see like oh well she's one way towards these people but when she communicates with me not that I was ever nasty or rude but sure. it was just business yes mm -hmm. be, but but so I don't do well people who I don't like because I don't want to be around them. But if it's my job, I'm going to do my job, but it's just strictly going to do my job and we're going to cut out the last. So okay. I do like not having people and then, I'm sorry, this is the last thing I'm going to say. When you're responsible for people, I felt like it took away from my professional growth because 
you're not just managing a job anymore. You're really managing people. So they want to touch, you know, personal <coughs> issues and HR issues and FMLA and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, I don't want to be bothered with that. I don't want to be bothered with evaluations. I just want to be able to do my job and lead from a standpoint of um, projects and so forth, but not lead people. That went long. Yes. Um, and then physically, I feel great. I'm okay. tired, but I feel great. Day on. How are you? Day on. But that was great conversation. It was, it was, it was. I'm not saying nothing was wrong with it. I just said work went long. It don't usually go that long. Mentally, oh, I I forgot am, we were on still working. Yeah. <laughs> Mentally, um, probably uh, eight. I, what was our sevens across the board yesterday? Um, yeah. We do oh, ask man. ourselves outside yeah. of, you know, the show how we're doing Good because up, we, we want to be, you know, aware of what our... <laughs> what 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 how what our emotions are um all the time it's not just for show yeah so mentally i am at eight today finances i'm gonna be a nine i'm always gonna be a nine Never gonna you don't want to be a ten no nah. okay be a ten that's uh nah. okay leave room for growth yeah okay that's work, I am uh, eight. Um, I feel like you at work. I have a person I'm dealing with who's kind of new to his role, and I get annoyed with people who, who question me. Mm. I get annoyed with people who question me, especially... No, I'm not going to rephrase that. I get annoyed with people who question me about my job. No, are they questioning you to learn or questioning your... De because uh, questioning your decision-making? No, not my decision-making. Questioning me to learn, but in a um um annoying way like i don't like to be asked questions the same question five and six times and you know people in office in your world will have a lot of meetings and they <laughs> talk about the same shit and that stuff drives me crazy and i'm that's why i'm a field guy and you know i can do a little bit of both but office the questions and it's, it's like it's almost like i could talk to six different office people right all on the same project and they have more meetings than I have. But all of them ask me the same question. Which leads me to think, why the fuck don't y'all talk? Mm. Like, it's six Too of y'all. Too many hands in the pot? Yeah, six of y'all. Why each one of y'all call me and ask me the same question? Don't y'all send emails to each other? <sighs> I, I don't know. That's, it just drives me crazy when people question me. We should just quit job. our jobs and travel the world. Well, we'll run out of money. We'll find a way. I'm not going to wash dishes in Oklahoma. Um, he says that because we had a neighbor who did that like went on the road and just decided to travel i don't know like what job he quit but he went on the road without a job and when he would land places and needed to make some money he would just you know pick up an odd job here and there uh -huh. wash the dishes at some diner we could be like tour guides in different cities and stuff wows and woes um my wow um I would say, um, so one of our nephews turned the big one eight this week. Mm -hmm. Um, and just a blessing, you know, there's been so much that has happened, um, just throughout his lifetime. It just, it's a shame to say that 18 is so young and still a baby, even though he's not a baby, but it's a shame to say like that really is a level of achievement 
for young black men to make. I know how you Hell felt yeah. when you made 18. Um, so I'm just real. And I mean, he not in the streets and in no dumb stuff, but we know that that doesn't even matter nowadays because things are still happening. So I, when I was in the streets and I turned 18, I remember being 16 and thinking about it. And then I turned 18 made me super paranoid because. Wow. It you was thought like, like that was it. Yeah. I thought like you're not going to make it to 25 because that was the age of 16, 18 and 25. Not even 21. Mm -mm. It was 25. Wow. Like most black men. 25 was like, 25. Uh, oh, like, wow. Yeah, you were dead or you were locked up in jail with a lot of time. So it was like, damn, 18. Like, I was like, fuck, like seven more years. Like, this, this is crazy out here dodging this stuff. Yeah, so that, that was, I'm just grateful, you know, God has blessed him. I'm one of those people who, even though 18 is a big deal, I feel like you should celebrate every birthday as if it's the big one. Because you, you, you never know if you'll make it to the next one. Women, you don't have to worry about that, making it to 18. I mean... I mean, nowadays, like, now, yeah. more women are dying now. Yeah. Like, y'all not safe now. But when I grew up, it wasn't... You know, it wasn't a thing where women had to be like, damn, I want to make it to 18. No, but you know what? It, what is a thing? Even if they was in the street. But you know what is a thing? And I mean, it's a shame because this can also happen with men, of course, because it takes a man. Um, make As a woman, what is applauded is making it to 18 without having a baby. That's true. That's something that's applauded with, with women, you know. But, yeah. So that, that was my wild. My wild this week, um, you know, we hit a little rough patch. But, again, on the bright side, you know, I'm, I'm happy that we, our love, our love um, surpasses everything. And our love for not just each other, but for God and relying on God and prayer. And, um, but that was the wild, just us not being our 100% self. But... Um, that was that. My my wow is just making it to a, through another week. God has blessings and just breathing the air for another week. That's my wow. My woe is <laughs> tied to what you just said, and I respect what you just said. And you know, I love you more than anything on this planet. Um, but I just want to say, love. I had this in my story a week ago. Love is the absolute minimum. Just make sure your spouses support you, um, prioritize you, and respect you. Yeah, I've, I've and heard that. And that's, that's, I just want to leave that at that. And yeah. I hope that, you know, beyond me loving you the way that I do, that I hope that I do those things also. And I, I hope that um, it's reciprocated. Um, conversation going around, obviously news all over the place. Roe versus Wade, overturned. Um, January 23rd, 1973, by the Supreme Court, was, was uh, this law was put in place, feud and ongoing abortion debate in the U.S. on whether or not and what extent abortion should be legal, um, who should decide the legality and say, of said abortion and what role religion and religious views are taken into consideration. It was argued December 13th, 1971. It was re-argued October 11th, 1972. It was decided January 22nd, 1973. It's still a crime in Texas to have an abortion. Well, you said January 22nd, 1973. Okay. It was decided, and we know just a few days ago, it was overturned. Um, should women be able to have an abortion? <sighs> Before we answer that question, yes. I just want to say that my okay you can go ahead you can go ahead. you can give your take so of course you know we've 
slightly touched on this topic before and um I will say that my stance is what it has always been. I do not believe in abortions. However, and this is not me wavering in any way, shape, or form. So what's your stance, pro-life or pro-choice? Or are you on the fence? I am pro-life. Okay. I am not pro-choice. But there is a caveat. I'm going to say I am pro-life with an asterisk. Okay. I am pro-life and do not believe that abortion should be used as a means of birth control. Mm -hmm. I will say... In, in medical scenarios, when there's situations that um, it could put the mom's life in danger, um, the baby's life may be deemed not viable. Um, I, I, I would be, I do feel strongly that I still lean more towards pro-life in those scenarios. However, I, you know, no one would ever could never say what they would or wouldn't do in that situation. So I'm not saying as a woman, if they tell you if you should have the if you have the if you if you proceed with this pregnancy, the likelihood of you as a woman surviving, you know, is decreased because of whatever reason, then you should just go ahead. In my mind, I feel like. I still don't think I would have an abortion in that situation. You and would I, put your life at risk. I know as my husband, you would feel much differently. However, I just feel like, I just don't know that with in my right consciousness and awareness and my faith in God that I would be able to make the decision to say, okay, if there's nothing wrong with the baby, but for whatever reason, it's, it's, hurting me in some kind of way i don't know oh my god it's making me emotional but i don't know if i could make that decision to kill I mean, the baby well, to, you'll be to on the table and i will make the decision so let me tell you if you if me and you got if we got pregnant and it was a situation between the baby and you the baby goes babe because i need you here and we can make another baby or we can try or god will bless us with another baby but i'm not going to be blessed with another tasha I hear what I'm you're not going to get that back. So that decision will be made out of your hands because you'll be doped up on the table and I'll be saying, save my wife. That's just what I'll be saying. And then we'll <laughs> fix the rest later. You can cry about it. You can. I'll, I'll be there for you to support you, but I need to see your face every day. And I hear that what will you're be saying. the decision I make. And that you, I mean, in that situation, if I'm incapable of making a decision and I know that's the decision you would make, if I am capable of making a decision, I know it would cause a huge issue between us because I don't think I would be able to. Now, if there's a situation where, you know, and I, and I, I don't want to allude to anybody as to who it is to put people's personal business like, but we've had a loved one who was pregnant with twins and one baby, um, Whatever the situation was, it right was consuming the other in some way or another. So they had to make a decision to terminate the life of one child, or else both may have terminated or have been, um, you know, developmentally um, 
challenge challenge in, in some way so it has and i understand that's a very tough decision do i terminate one baby and still have one healthy baby do i not terminate either and both of them may not make it or both are born with being developmentally disabled then you think to yourself am i making that decision because of selfishness selfishness because i don't want to have to deal with developmentally disabled children or i don't want to subject them to that life and then you think what if the doctors are wrong i know of someone and at this point this child is a grown-up now i would say probably 21 or so 20 maybe 20 no more than 25 but it was a couple and i don't know them personally but i knew a family member who told me this story years ago there was a couple the woman got pregnant and the doctors had to, had suggested to her that she possibly terminate the baby uh, or no i had told her that the baby would, would um, have down syndrome provided the option to terminate the baby um she absolutely did not want to her and her husband did not agree and they got a divorce well this baby was born there's absolutely there was never anything wrong with them so i don't know how the doctors got that so wrong but again this is 20 plus happen, years though. ago yeah, that right. can happen i mean it's not like they hit on everyone but there is a gene that specifically says your kid will have that yeah um i don't i do think women should have the right to have an abortion because of incest like i don't i don't i believe in if a woman is raped if a if a dad rapes a daughter and gets her pregnant at 11 i don't think that kid should be forced to have that baby so in that sense i'm for abortion so i'm i'm in the middle on the fence but i'm also agreeing with you where i don't think abortion should be a birth control method right. i don't think women should be out here reckless doing shit become 30 years old and had six abortions because they was reckless and doing shit and this is the way that they avoided having kids even when they got pregnant so in that sense i don't think that um a woman should be able to have an abortion if she's using it as a plan b pill and let me just say this because you made a very interesting point and i i will say this I've had some spirited conversations over, you know, since this because of my stance. And I haven't posted much about it. I just suggested that people use condoms and birth control with the complete understanding that they are not 100% guaranteed. But again, I will say there have been some people that disagreed. I've had some conversations. I appreciate that the people that I know, whether friends or just acquaintances, it has been... Um, a cordial conversation? cordial in some sense a little heated in some sense but never disrespectful mm -hmm. so i appreciate that um but one of one of the things that somebody mentioned was not everybody is being reckless like you said someone said to me like you know they were with their child's father i guess it was their boyfriend at the time they were on birth control their birth control failed. They were not prepared They or they didn't want to have a child at that time. They ended up still having a child who I think is like 10 now. But at that time, she wasn't prepared to have another child. She didn't want another child. So in that case, I would say, no, she wasn't being reckless. She thought she was doing what she thought, you know, was the appropriate thing to do. And or you can have a situation where, you know, it only takes one time to get pregnant. So somebody could truly not be being reckless in a sense or yeah. not be. Well, and I just wanted to make sure my, <coughs> I, that my position was understood too. Not that I feel like I have to justify, but I just want to but say you that. Just did. Right, but <laughs> I, I, 
guess what i'm justifying because i just don't want to be understood so i say that to say that's still birth control and i i think that's what some people forget like just because you haven't had six seven abortions even if you just had one because of one mistake it's still birth control like um, so it, it's still the, the point of you deciding that this baby that got that you become pregnant with through the means that you know you can get pregnant which we learn at, you know, 10, if not earlier, you got pregnant. And also, when you think about condoms, birth control, one of the things they teach you from the time you learn about sex education, they're not 100% guaranteed. So as an adult, you go into this with the with the mindset of knowing... That doesn't change a person's situation just because they have the information of having sex raw will get you pregnant. How many people, like, that's almost like a myth, what? That you're taught having sex unprotected, you can get pregnant. No, so no, what I'm adult, saying is using birth control and con even if you do do that, you're taught those things aren't 100% yeah. guaranteed. So you're still taking a risk. Now, you may say I wasn't prepared or I thought I was doing the right thing. If you decide to have an abortion as a result of that, it's birth control. And I don't feel like anybody should be able to make that choice. We all tell people to be honest about who they are and what their situation is and like what they can do. And if somebody gets pregnant, say mistakenly, they're not being reckless, one of those people, and they don't want to go, they don't want to have their body carry a baby and they want to, you know, um, have an abortion because the doctor said that this baby could have Down syndrome or disfigured or wh whatever the case may be. And they know that they're in their life, they're not the type of person that would want to take care of a special needs child. So why bring that special needs child into the world? Or you know they're just not ready or financially able or or mentally stable so what's wrong with getting an abortion at that point and if you go to um why don't you adopt some people don't want their body to carry a baby because of the hormones and all that sh shit that comes with it then you get the whole maternal thing going on and now you got to have this baby and put it up for adoption so w what's to say about those people you're, you, you're trying to use abortion as birth control. And I don't think that should be allowed. I feel like... That's a technical thing. But I'm saying in that scenario, technically, you're right. It, it's, it's a right. form of birth control. So you don't think it's scenario-based at all. You don't think incest should, you should have an abortion. Uh, well, you don't think rape should have an abortion. Like, if you uh, if you was 12 years... Um, God forbid, if you was... Uh, we had, if we knew somebody that was 12 years old that was close to us who was raped and was pregnant, you don't think she should have the option so like, of having an abortion if she was raped by a father or something? I did say an asterisk, and that is one that is another scenario that I that I do want to mention. This is the problem, though. Like when we have these loopholes with laws, and it, and it it's like that one bad apple spoils the bunch. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to give too many details, even though this was a job years ago, like not my current employer. But I worked at a place before where um, I saw medical records. And um, there were instances, because for those who may or may not know, prior to this overturning of the law, um, Medicaid uh, health benefits in Pennsylvania would cover for abortions if... It was a case of rape or incest, so uh, elective abortions. Let me just say that, not like a situation of, you know, medical um, emergency or something. We'll cover elective abortions in the case of rape or incest. Do you know how many women lied and said they was raped? 
gliding set now now the one of the rules was that of course that you know they would have to provide evidence of a police report but we know and outside of abortions i i 100 um know that not all women report understood completely um but it, so in that case from a medical standpoint there was a certain modifier code or just a, a way they would bill for these services to say this person say they were raped or incest it was rape or incest but here's this billing code to indicate that there was no police report do you know how many medical <coughs> workers would say you know somebody was raped they didn't report it because it was a neighbor or was their boyfriend i saw somebody within three years had eight abortions the same thing they kept saying so you mean to tell me you kept getting raped you kept getting pregnant. You and and you never filed a police report. See, that's easy to and fix in just, my mind because it's like, okay, let's change the um the qualification. Not the I don't want to say the qualification like you got to qualify for an abortion, but the requirement. Um, now you have to show a rape kit. So because you can you can doctor a police report and just say I got raped. And but my, a rape kit is the same as reporting. Some women but don't. You have go to go that far in order if you want this service. Is what I'm saying. So if you if you want an elective abortion because you got raped, then you have to do a police report and rape kit. Well, let's Once think about this. Once you do that, though. then you can come here and get your abortion. Let's think about this in the scenario that you mentioned. God forbid, it's a 11 year old girl who's being raped by a parent, a, a father. Um, and she doesn't tell anybody. Now, all of a sudden, her mom noticed that after three months, she ain't seen no pads in the trash can. She 12 weeks pregnant. Where's a rape kit coming in at? So yeah. that's why I'm saying you that, that this is why when you add loopholes, people jump through them to break the law. And I'm not saying that a, a little girl, God forbid, or a grown woman, you can be 60 years old and get raped and pregnant. I, I believe, and it, it, but it's just one of those things where I'm torn spiritually. And I will say this too. It's weird because in laws, you know, we know in government, you're supposed to separate church and state. I truly, truly, truly believe that this law has been overturned. Um, I, you know, I have my own conspiracy theories and we can talk about that. But I do feel like there is some um, religious reasons being morality being inputted into that as well. So there's not they're not separating church and state. People are allowing their religious beliefs to guide their decisions. So well, I agree with that, and I think it's two things, and we can talk about the conspiracy theories. But I and can I have some water, please. Mm -hmm. I believe it's obvious religious beliefs because the supreme court the six people that's up there four of them are catholic who don't believe in abortion um one is the black judge that just came she's protestant and one is of, is of jewish faith so they're the ones and i believe they're imposing their beliefs on the whole situation but i also in my conspiracy theories there's a white woman who spoke with trump who said Thanks for the uh, white life. Yeah. And that shit rung a bell across a whole lot of platforms. And I believe it's population control. The Census Bureau says in 2045, if the world keeps going like it is, that black and brown people will be the the be yeah. the majority in the world and whites will be the minority. So therefore, all 
um, say so in elections and how things swing will swing yeah. with the majority and which, which is, is not black the, and brown which people. is black and brown people and um, but I believe it's population control um, in Alabama this is all the white people that have abortions in all these red states these are all red states um, Alabama 30% of white people I mean, of white women have abortions. Well, okay, so in comparison to how many black women, though? Oh, there's only black is is only listed in some states. I'm going to get that. Okay, okay. So in Alabama, it wasn't listed. Just I'm 30%. Sorry, I'm sorry, so are you saying 30% of abortions are white women? Yes. Okay, all right. Arkansas, 44%. Delaware, 43%. Florida, 31%. Idaho, 68%. 3% were black. Indiana, 52%, 32% were black. Kentucky, 56%, 34% were black. Montana, 83%, no blacks listed. South Dakota, 60, 63%. Utah, 60%, 59% for the blacks. West Virginia, 83%, 13% for blacks. Wyoming, 61%, nothing listed for blacks. So I just think that it's a population thing. Like, they don't want... And this, they're talking about now getting rid of contraceptives, right? So across so, the board, so they want to the world to populate with white people. So one thing, just to go back to your statistics, so what one thing that I read, um, and this is on a nat, more of nat, a national level, not broken down by state, because one of the things about those um, stats, not saying that they're incorrect at all, but they are indicative of the population of the states. Like when you think about Montana, yeah, of and course, it's, that's 89%, why it's eighty-three percent. Because how many and black people are in Montana? Plus, you got to put into account the the non-reported. This is all the stuff that's reported, right? But but what I will say to your point you are correct that there has been i don't want to get it incorrect but i think a six percent decrease in the white population over the last 20 years i think it was if y'all i may be wrong but there has been a decrease so don't mark my numbers correct yeah. but there has been a decrease however if you look at the people want to say oh they're trying to hurt the black population nationally 38% of abortions are from women of color, well, from black women. 33% are from white women. So, yeah, black women nationally slightly higher, but it's not that, that's not that much of a difference when you're talking about nationally. So, when we look at it, it's not a race thing in the sense of they're trying to... Um, do something to black people if anything they're trying to stop black babies from dying but that really ain't their initiative to your point they're really trying to preserve white life that right. lady told the truth that's really what they're trying to do so the, in that they can't just say abortions are illegal for white women no but that's but what they're trying to do the the numbers are are close like that because um damn i lost my train of thought I'm sorry. You'll think that. Yeah, I'm, I lost yeah, my but, but to your point, you're absolutely correct. She spoke the truth. This, Like she said, this is a win for white life. Oh, I'm sorry. The um, abortions in minority women have went down over the last 30 years. But the, what keeps the numbers even is black women have more unintended pregnancies than white women. Okay. That's what keeps the numbers even. That's I'm sorry. I lost my train of thought, but that's the fact that I had. I'm I researched that and looked that up. The 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 for all minority women, Hispanic, Black, 
they all went down over the last three decades. Abortions have went down. But the medium is that black women have more unintended pregnancies than anybody. Right, right. So I don't know, you know, they just keep getting pregnant, keep getting pregnant. And, you know, th th this is a problem that I have with, with um, the narrative that some people try to push when they were saying, oh, this may result in more black children you know not being cared for or this may result in more children finding themselves put a period at that this will result in less black children period well, well no that's the end of the sentence <coughs> no because it's you said a white woman said no no i didn't say that uh -huh. I said this is the narrative that people, and I've seen this from black people okay. say. Okay, you were saying it came from white people. No, no, for, for, that this is them, this is um, them trying, not them trying, but as a result of this, there will be less, there will be more babies um, not being cared for, or women's lives will be put in danger because they will get illegal abortions and so forth. But my thing is, why can't we look at it differently and say, hmm, Maybe some people will make better decisions because if all your life you knew that if I get pregnant and I don't want it, I can just have an abortion. If I get pregnant and I don't want it again, I can have an abortion. If my birth control fell and it's like, oh my God, I'm, I, how did I get pregnant? I'm on birth control, but I ain't keeping this baby. Or I was cheating. I don't know who the dad is. Why can't it be the mindset that Maybe now people will make more informed decisions and they'll, I don't want to say be reckless, but they will just be more diligent in their efforts to say, I'm going to make sure that I don't get pregnant because I know I don't want a baby right now. How are you supposed to have all these people with all the, like, how did, let's just say, let's go back to the invention of the wheel. Who said abortion was bad? Religion, right? Religion um, is the first people to say, ever since we were small, Everybody was to say, well, this is bad because religion says so. Well, because I think it's murder. That's why. Right. Of because of religion. Think, yeah. You know I'm saying how was abortion brought on to us? Like murder was brought on to us. Abortion was brought on to us that this is a bad thing. And that bad thing was created from religion to say, right. to do this to a baby is bad. Right. Okay. So if the people on the Supreme Court are, can't impose their their uh, religious views on us. How is that not supposed to take place when you have religious views, I have religious views, they have religious views? Like, how are they not, how are they supposed to be up there if they're Catholic their whole lives, believe in one thing like you do, how are they not supposed to go against? It doesn't make sense. It's like being on a jury and you're not supposed to allow your personal beliefs to affect the decision that's made. Yeah, that sounds good in theory, but is it realistic? Like, we're human beings. We're emotional beings. You're not going to be able... I mean, I'm not saying that nobody will, but you're not going to be able to... Of course, there are judges who make decisions based on the law and they don't allow their morality to impact it. How but, but to what to degree? Point, I don't yeah. think a Catholic would rule in favor of abortion well, if, if they don't believe in abortion. And they're stone-cold Catholics. Well, well, I was about to I say, let's just I don't think they would lean clear. one way if, if they're a judge or a Supreme Court justice. I think their beliefs is their beliefs. I don't think it's just because they're Catholic or just because they're Jewish. I think it's those individuals. Because we know there are still some Catholic people that have abortions. Mm -hmm. We know there are still some people that are in the pulpit every single Sunday 
Sunday, and they still think that women I'm should have about the right. The good ones, the staunch ones. I'm talking about like the, the those who the are ones, on the Supreme yeah, Court. Yeah, like the ones who. I mean, I'm sure everybody has dirt that they did or not. You know, on a as Muslims would say, on a dean. But mm -hmm. if they're it, I just don't understand how they can be up there and we expect them to, to not to go against something that they truly don't believe in. Just like we sitting here speaking our truth to say, this is what we believe in. So let me, let me ask this, right? And I'm going to ask y'all the people. And I, you know, respond, give us some feedback, some comments, let us know your thoughts. But this has been on my mind because I feel like people want to pick and choose, you know, how they want laws to be applied everybody's like oh they shouldn't tell us what to do with our bodies don't laws uh, there's other laws that tell us what to do with our bodies one you think about this you got to wear a seatbelt when you're driving they're telling you what to do with your body protect your body when you're in the car it's illegal you can't drive without your seatbelt nobody says don't tell me what to do with my body i don't have to wear a seatbelt if i don't want Two, they say the the legal drinking limit is .08. <laughs> you can't get drunker than .08 blood alcohol limit or else it's illegal to drive. Nobody says, don't tell me what to do with my body. I can drink as much as I want. There's you a can't... lot of people who say that shit who get DUIs. But, but, but nobody's rallying and saying, no, this shouldn't be no, the law. They're not protesting. But right, they're not protesting and saying, you can't tell me how much to drink. I should be able to drink however much I want and drink. The law says you can't do heroin if you're pulled over and the cops think that you're high on drugs you're going to jail because you know what they're telling you what to do with your body you're not allowed to put drugs in your body it's against the law so now because it's something that we want to hang our hat on and say oh no i want to be able to kill the baby because i had a lapse in judgment and i really you know don't want to have a baby by this guy even though you know i got two kids by him and he's still my boyfriend but i don't want him to be my baby father again but i don't want to leave him but i'm gonna have an abortion and still keep banging on raw every night and then gonna end up pregnant again anyway but don't tell me that i can't kill this baby get out of here so how if you had to make a stipulation obviously you would be like no abortions but if you had to i don't if you that. had to be um compassionate to the people who were raped and had incest how would you stipulate that would you say Abortions are only legal for people who've been raped and had incest. Mm. I, I, you know what? I think okay. I know I have to answer the question. I thank God I'm not in a position to yeah, make that. Yeah, for the that, sake of conversation. Yeah. But for the sake of conversation, I would say medical decisions should be made. Uh, it, there should be some direction from a medical doctor. Not saying you have to have an abortion, but the doctor should be at at should be the one who has to substantiate to that why that woman should have that option let's just say that and and y'all can want to fight me if you want i don't think because a child is diagnosed with down syndrome you should have the option you know how many people are out here living mm -hmm. very you know successful lives yes they need uh, some additional assistance but that shouldn't be a reason it should really be a reason that is going to be detrimental to that child's life or detrimental to the parents like and i'm not talking about financially detrimental because like you said some parents may say they're not financially prepared they're not mentally prepared how many people really are i ain't had no babies no but, but I how mean, many if you're not really financially are? prepared how can you take care of a kid that needs a van or a wheelchair or you need your house ada 
um, accessibility. Medicaid pays for it. Okay, I don't know this stuff. Yeah, so I mean, I, I, insurance lady, I don't know. Well, and I, I'm talking about people. I'm talking about outside to the of the the medical part of it. People will say, "Oh, I'm not ready to have a baby. It costs so much. Your coochie shouldn't be getting wet." What like, do you say to the doctor who comes in the room with the couple, husband and wife, and says, "Ma'am, my expert opinion. I've been a doctor for 35 years. If you have this baby, you will die." That woman should have the choice. That that's why I'm saying. I'm and asking that, you. If I have the baby, I will die. Like I've been over 17 tests. I've encountered this in my 35 year career. I'm standing here with you and your husband, walk, and I'm looking you in your eyes, and I'm telling you, if you have this kid, you will die. And you're woke enough to be coherent to answer the question. I don't have to answer it for you. God don't make no mistakes. So you're going to leave me here with the baby? <laughs> you lost your mind. <laughs> God don't make no mistakes. Like... You lost your mind. God don't make no mistakes. But going back to your original question, you know, it, I mean, when it comes to rape or incest, again, I think that's a very careful line that has to be walked. I think that in that case, a woman should have the option. It shouldn't be. I mean, of course, it's not forced. Um, yeah, the option. I think the woman should have the option. Um it even hurts my heart to say that because you know, uh, my friend. Now I don't. I mean, I've never really I, had know, this conversation. I've said this over the time. I've picked like the worst scenarios about abortion. The worst scenarios about like this guy came in and killed seven of your family members, your sisters, everybody took everybody out and just left you. Does he get the death penalty? And you like, I don't know. Like you are insane. That but motherfucker even, dies. <laughs> I just feel like like God I, I feel like God might I, I, my, I will say this and I, I really haven't had to have this conversation with any friends but my sisters have known for years and thank God you know they've never been in that situation I am not the friend the sister who will ever suggest an abortion you come to me with the saddest story oh he did this whatever I don't really want I'm never I ain't gonna be your ride to the clinic I ain't, I'm I'm damn sure not helping you pay for it. I'm not. If you l depend on me to be your ride, I guarantee you you're going to miss your appointment because I ain't taking <laughs> you there. But I will say, and I have always been clear, um, you know, with people that I love, if that's the decision that you make immediately after, I'll bring you soup, ginger ale, you need me to rub your back, you want to cry on my shoulder. So I will definitely support someone, you know, who's had to go through that situation. I'm just never suggesting it. I'm never advocating. If you talk to me and want my advice, I ain't the one if you want me to lean that way because that's just never going to be my suggestion, you know, in that situation. So, I mean, it, it's one of them things like I, I, I understand and I can be compassionate for someone who's had to make that decision because one thing that people don't acknowledge or talk about i see a lot of people i don't want to say women i see a lot of females talk very cavalierly about having abortions like very cavalierly. like it used to be taboo back in the mm -hmm. day but now people just like oh i'm headed to whatever one two three apple street I'm, I'm looking for an appointment yeah but i will say this i i had um i know someone when we were younger who had an abortion and she is one of only two people I know in my life who expressed and was honest. It messed her up mentally. 
and um that child will probably be i'm 40 how old am i i'm 41 mm -hmm. so that child will probably be like 22 or so now and um and we and this is not something we've talked about like lately but i know that it caused some you know depression and stuff and she used to always think my baby would be this old if i didn't have an abortion my baby would be this old it messed her up mentally it, it was it like haunted her but there's and also I, a flip side to that coin because i think it was uh somebody i can't even remember who it was but it was a famous person who just said i had an abortion when i was 18 and i do not regret it i so mean yeah i, I yeah. It messed up and it's people who life went on and they knew at the time that I can't take care of no kid. I and I understand that, but I just think that the uh, I, I think you we hear more of that side of women saying, you know, I did it, I you know, it was what it was, I don't regret it, but we don't hear the other side. So I think for I don't even want to say young girls, for women in general who may be contemplating their first abortion. and I think I think you have to do some counseling, but I think it's really like, it ain't nothing intensive. It might be like a one session just to talk to you. But I think women really need to think about you are killing a life. You okay. are terminating a life and how this will impact you. Okay, that's, that's, we know where you stand. So obviously this question, now that I'm thinking about it in my head, like I would be the only one who could answer because I think abortion sh should be, so, are you pro-choice or pro-life? I'm both. You can't be. Are you pro-choice? What, what do you mean you're both? Because I think abortion should be around for incest and rape. Oh, so on, oh, so the same scenarios I mentioned. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Then what you, you mean? That's both. <laughs> but I thought either you believe in abortions or don't. Gotcha. I believe in them and I don't. Okay. So I'm both. <laughs> okay. My question is: In the society we live in, when's a life a life? Because that's the next question: Is what's the earliest? An abortion can be. If there had to be abortions, it's two weeks too late. It's four weeks too late. It's, you know, the fucking extreme four months too late. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. I'm just saying what people... I think a life is a life at conception. You can't tell me, oh, it's a fetus. Oh, it's an embryo. We, are, we all were fetuses and embryos. But our life began at conception. So, and, and I, you know, most... People, I think, probably don't know they're pregnant. I'm going to say like minimum four weeks because you probably don't get your period. For two weeks. I don't yeah. know if people know earlier than that. I don't know if you can know earlier Well, than I that. think it's just y'all nature to, to that y'all are in tune with y'all body. So I think y'all be like, oh, I'm late. And that's like normal to y'all. But no, but I... And no, y'all wait like a week. And then if it don't nothing happen, then you might start thinking... So oh, that might, might be, be like pregnant. five or six. Yeah, but I don't, I don't think initially, and I could be wrong, I'm not a woman, but initially, if you're late, I don't think they panic immediately like, oh my God, I'm pregnant. Unless you have been regular well, yeah, all you your life. Your, yeah. yeah, and if you know in your head you've been fucking like crazy. You might know. <laughs> yeah. This is why I'm late. Yeah, so I don't know if you can know at two or three weeks, but let's say you found out if, as soon as you... Uh, if the doctor said you... You three days pregnant. No, the doctor said you 14 days pregnant. You two weeks pregnant. You think that's too early for an abortion? Yeah, that's a life. That okay. that that baby was you at one point. I understand. Yeah. I totally get it. I, I don't think women should have an abortion yeah. just to be having an abortion. No, I, was I think to... women should have an abortion if they're raped and they don't want the trauma of having to raise a, a, product, a child from rape. 
And if their a loved one, a brother, a uncle, a father rapes them, they shouldn't be forced to have the baby. There shouldn't be nothing. Well, on the I was about to say, I know we separate rape and incest, but it's still rape. Yeah. So in the cases of rape, regardless of who it is, um, but it, it 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 makes a difference though. It makes a difference. I mean, because how? incest is incest. You can't. You might. You're forcing somebody to, to might have a baby that might not even be mentally right. I know. I'm just saying, in, rape, incest is yeah, still rape. Yeah, rape is rape. Yeah, that's it all is. I was rape saying. Is rape, yeah. but I'm just saying, incest to me is it's a it's a it's worse a, thing, yeah, but like it's still rape. Worse. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. So, what's the potential impact of the, of this law? Road being overturned. Um, like, what do you, do you think next they're gonna go after? I don't want to say our contraceptives because we don't have none, <laughs> but contraceptives. You think they're going to take condoms and birth control off the shelves? That I... <laughs> A vasectomies already went up. Well, let me tell you this. Uh, okay. my uh, We've already stated what my beliefs are. The fact that they overturned it, though, was a shock to me. And, and it was almost like... One of those, um, it's the third time I heard about this in my life. It was one of those confirmations where you like, <laughs> and I, okay, you know how on, um, when they had that scenario on the view when the vice president that mm -hmm. we never see was going, and all of a sudden those women had COVID, and you like, this damn government do whatever they want, and just like in our face, like, so this was one of those moments again, like that, like, we gonna do what the hell we want. So I will say, while, while I don't think or believe that they would push to have contraceptives um, illegal, like that, but I wouldn't be surprised if they did. They could ban some shit like that from the U.S. Yeah, but, but you know why I don't think that they would? Condoms. You know why I don't think that they would? Why? Who would stand up and say the LGBT community? No, why I don't think that they would is because the government makes far too much money from the pharmaceutical industry. And when you think about birth control. Nah, I think they would forego that if we're talking white life. And I think they make more money off oxycodone than they do birth control. So I think they would push that aside in an effort for the long game. If this is going to preserve white life then yeah let's do if this is the agenda that's going around then okay then this is what we do i don't again i mean i hear what you're saying i don't think they would go that far but i i, I wouldn't be surprised i mean no i i, I think i would be Birth like control is a drug but it's an option drug it's like these other drugs that, drug. that they make millions and billions of dollars off of are addictive drugs. Yeah. Like birth control, eh, some people pick it up, use it, put it down. Some people don't, they pick it up, use it, and never touch it again. But it's just millions of women on the planet who indulge in birth control yeah. here and there. Some women use it and, and be like, fuck this shit, it makes me feel like crap, I'm getting off of it. Some women yeah. be on it for 30 years. I, yeah, I mean, again, I, I can't say. Now, I know I, I saw there was some conversation because a senator, which I, 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 for, okay, there was a senator from Texas, Conlon, I think was his name. He posted something on Twitter that said, now let's, um, now let's do Plessy versus the Board of, uh, Brown, Plessy versus Brown versus the Board of Education. So for those who may not know, um, I don't know. Plessy was a law that initially there was a ruling that said that 
that institutions can be separated by race. Oh, yeah, they talk about segregation. I did hear right. about Right, so institutions can be separated by race and that they can still be equal and, you know, basically, yeah, allowing segregation, saying, we'll separate by race, they'll be equal. Brown versus the Board of Education overturned Plessy, saying, absolutely not, because institutions being separated by race primarily focusing on schools, have been proven not to be equal. So you absolutely cannot have segregated schools because, no, Plessy is wrong. They're not equal. So Brown versus the Board of Education overturned Plessy. So him saying, let's go back to that, and then trying to justify it was, I really, really thought about this for a while, trying to see, like, because, you know, he tried to imply and his supporters tried to imply, no, his words were mistaken. But, nah, I don't see how that was mistaken. You want Plessy to be overturned, essentially saying, let's go back to institutions being separated by race with the mindset of thinking they'll be equal. But we know that's not true. Yeah. So, so that, and it, it almost makes you feel like, it's one of them things like when we talk about white tears, and how white people, white, I think white tears, that terminology focuses on white women more so. But it's like when they don't get their way, they're just like, like I'm just going to cry. An, an inconvenience to them is an attack on them. Right, so so any kind of inconvenience for them, it, they they feel like they're being attacked. Right. But it's like one of them things when they don't get their way, they like have a tantrum and have like a caring moment. And it's, it's one of them things where I feel like the government, the country is having a caring moment where it's like, oh my God, these black people, it's just becoming more of them. And they're so awesome. And they're doing all these things that we never thought they can do. And, you know, they're moving into spaces that we never thought they would be able to be successful. And they're becoming, you know, better than we are. And it's like, oh, what do we do? What do we do? That's how I feel. That's how I feel like the white people are acting right now. And the government is like, oh, we, we, we got to stop. We got to do something to like not let them be better than us. But we're always going to be awesome. That's a clip too. <laughs> um, <laughs> what the fuck? Um, before we move on to what we learned, the person out there who I saw on the gram say that they think that they should be able to claim an unborn child in their stomach because they taking care of it the whole nine months <laughs> on their taxes. Y'all foul as shit. And I don't even remember your name, but y'all foul as shit for saying that you should be able to do some shit like that. Like, I'm, life is a life and it's a baby and they're kicking around. <laughs> But it ain't been born yet. It ain't got no social security number. How the fuck you gonna claim something even though you taking care of it for nine months? <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here with that. That's crazy. That's funny, um, though. <laughs> what have you learned? I learned something really interesting. At least I thought. It's a little quirky, right? You might have known this. Did you know that there's a market for breast milk? Mm-hmm. Like, you, people sell their mm -hmm. breasts? So, I did it. So I knew that there that people donated breast milk. Um, I first learned about this that people donated, um, especially to it's titty milk on the black market. To, well, this is not just the black market though, mm -hmm. but people donated to like orphanages in Africa where you mm -hmm. know the mothers have HIV, so they can't breastfeed and so forth. Or they or well orphanages, you know, the children have been taken from their homes. They don't have a, they want to feed them. 
and then also for babies in the NICU like if the mom is not available or can't, all women can't breastfeed and then now with the breast milk shortage I understand but I did not know that people sold their breast milk mm. so I did so I seen this solicitation this lady she was um saying she's a vegan she um eats you know this alkaline diet so she has like premier breast milk and she was selling it for ten dollars an ounce and she's like yes it's more than what it typically goes for because of it being like top, top quality so i had to do some research like how many ounces do you make a day do you know how many ounces a woman can make a, a breast milk in 24 hours 40 like ounces. if she's pumping like good 40 ounces. 25 to 35 ounces a day and the you know what the average cost per ounce is like not this premier breast milk but four dollars three to five dollars you were right on right at the median so yes I had a kid <laughs> but but you know about breast milk yeah they breastfeed and all that stuff like yeah so this has been around for a long yes. time I did well that's what I learned <laughs> that people are it is a market and you know what I okay so one of the things that I immediately thought in my mind was. Who is buying breast milk from a stranger? Because you can trans, and I looked this up. You can transmit HIV mm -hmm. through breast milk, and it's, it was CTV. But it's going to a vigorous test. You can't just. Who's testing it? She is. It's not. She's. Oh, she's showing it person to person. Yes. Oh, you might have to take an HIV test with you. They have HIV tests. Who you, who might have to take it? The person who's buying the milk, so you can test the milk for HIV. She's shipping it to you. Well, you should test the milk before you give it to your baby. You can test the milk for HIV? Yeah, they have HIV tests. I thought HIV tests test blood. You can pass it through milk. You can test the milk. Nevertheless, that was my concern about passing a disease that. through the milk from a stranger. I don't have titties or milk, so I don't know what <laughs> And I ain't test. never, you know, pumped nothing. But the, I just thought it was like a... Like, I'm, I did not know there was a market where people are selling their breast milk. Yeah, they sell it. So, that's what I learned. Wholesale and on a black market. Um, I, what I learned is something that I kind of always knew, but just this past week, it kind of hit home. Like, you shouldn't sex traffic. Don't sex traffic. That's not that's not right. That's not good. You shouldn't do that. And that'll tie into the three grams. One, two, three. Um... <laughs> That you do me okay. R. Kelly sentenced to thirty years for sex trafficking. Wow. He got sentenced the other on Monday to thirty years. How many years has he been like? And he still has another case in January. But he was sentenced for the cases he was sitting for thirty years. You know what I can say, and this is one of them things, Robert where, Kelly, where it's like, I, I, my I, mind's telling me no. <laughs> This is one of them things where I kind of write people off. Like, I forgot about R. Kelly until I see his name. And really? Yeah, like, I forgot. Well, because his music has been taken out of some Yeah, you don't hear it, so you don't, you know, and I... You know a song I heard that I I, I, that I, I actually listened to? I ain't gonna lie. What? What a Woman Loves. Mm. When he sang that, I was like, man, I gotta finish listening to this song. When a Woman Loves. When a Woman Loves. Yeah, yeah he killed that song. Yeah. And that's no t type of sexual innuendos. It was, like, yeah, woman it was like, God damn, he sang the shit out this song. But it make, does it make you think in hindsight, like, was he singing this about some little 14-year-old that he thought, like, loved him so much? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I hope not, because that's not a woman. And ill. But his nasty mind. Um, 
Graham too. Ghislaine Maxwell sentenced to 20 years for sex trafficking. So this, this is why you shouldn't sex traffic. But this is the, I thought, so for those who may not know who she is, she was the honeypot for, um, Jeffrey Epstein. Right. And we see Jeffrey Epstein, what happened to him. Yeah. You know, and then his CIA black op, they call him, um, what they call him? Agents. No, the people no, that come the, get you. the, um, Assets. Assets. Yeah. And then the guy who was like a lawyer for him, what happened to him? Asset. They got him. So I thought, but you know what I could, I don't think she ever, like, she never, um, I don't want to say snitch. Like, she didn't do no talking. And I wonder, because she actually made it through. You think she going to make it to jail? That's how I was about to say. She could have been in PC or something like that or wherever, but you think she going to make it in jail? You know, just as a woman, I don't see how you allow yourself to be a cohort and be participatory in other young girls being taken advantage of. It makes me feel like, did this happen to her? And she developed that, um, what do you call it when like... Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, you, you, you like sympathize your kidnap or abuse. Not saying Jeffrey Epstein kidnapped her, but like this was a lifestyle or was she just so overtaken by the wealth and the luxurious life she was living but or how did your morality sick. just not say nah this ain't rational or she could have been sick a psycho person like those people are born too she didn't have to have that happen to her she didn't have to fall in love with the lifestyle she could have just been sick bringing 14 and 15 year olds in there to be raped by a 55 60 year old man that's, and you're the go-to person, you're a grown woman. Yeah. How don't you see yourself in these women? Yeah. That's crazy. How did you participate in that? Um, last gram. So this has been going around too. We're probably going to spend a, a couple minutes on this. Guy comes over with McDonald's for his kid to his baby mom house. And she put him on blast because he didn't bring no food to the other kids in the house. And I guess the way her video was aired it made it seem like she he had to. And she was looking like a nut not feeding her own kids or not getting on the other dads about bringing them food. But I saw it a couple different ways. How did you see it? Or do you know what I'm talking about? Yep, okay. I know what you're talking about. So, so I saw it a couple different ways, but how did you see it? So initially I saw it and it was like, one, I mean, okay, you kind of kind of have to imagine a situation. So I don't know how old the kid was, but obviously he had to be old enough to communicate with the dad. And like Happy Meals. <laughs> right, because, I mean, like, how do you know to just bring, if it's like a, a two-year-old, like, they didn't call you and say, can I have a Happy Meal? And he but, said, I bought what he liked. Right. But so that's what the dad said in the video. He was like, I got him what he, what, what he eat. Right, so I got, and then and then he's bringing it to her house, which and, and I think I saw somewhere else where somebody said like he had did this repeatedly, like brought. Yeah, him. he only brings his kid stuff. Right, so I mean, it, you know, it's one of them situations. I'm where, not gonna say stuff. I think just the food thing. Right, it. I mean, it could be one of them situations where. You know, maybe there was some tumultuous situation between her and the guy. I don't think he's obligated to do anything, but I do feel like if you know that this woman has other, um, has other, or not even this woman, your child has other siblings who are there, 
then either one, you say, I'm going to come pick him up, take him and get some lunch or whatever. Or, you know, if I am coming to bring food, here's some food for everybody. Now, it could, you know, it, it that could also be a thing, which it shouldn't be. If he had a tumultuous relationship with the woman, he might feel like, I ain't doing nothing for her kids. Like, I'm taking care of my child and it is what it is, which isn't the mature way to handle the, the situation. But that could possibly be the thought. I mean, in my, in my mind, I don't think he's obligated to do anything. Would it have been the nice thing to do? Yes. Was he wrong for only bringing his child something? No. But, I mean, it would have been the kind, considerate thing to do to bring, you know, the, the other children something. Or to, you know, if you're taking your child for a treat, which also can be considered, you know, a little iffy too. Because you have kids who are sometimes cruel if the other children's fathers aren't in their lives you know like oh my daddy come to get me y'all don't have no dad you know kids can say mean stuff like that or my daddy took me to mcdonald's and the other kids might be looking like damn we eating hot dogs and baked beans every night or something to that effect so i think the kind hearted thing the loving thing to do because you love your child hopefully you have love for the siblings even if you hate the mother from your soul the nice thing to do would have been to, you know, bring something for all of them. Yeah, we're talking about McDonald's here. So if, if, if you wanted to only buy for your kid, that's your, um, your prerogative. I don't think he's obligated to buy for all the kids. But I do think, like, a real man, and I'm going to say that and stand on that, like, you... You, if you know your kid is there and you and that your kid has other siblings, then you would buy, you you would buy a little bit of extra food for them. Like I know I would, and mm -hmm. I and if, if I if I had a baby mom who had other kids and I'm bringing my kids something, I know how kids are and I know how that can reflect yeah. on them just just the siblings. So I'm going to bring a couple extra hamburgers and French fries just for the kids. I'm not I think gonna McDonald's do that. got a dollar. Yeah, baby, like right? I'm not going to do that. All the time, there will be some times where I just come get my kid and, and pick him up and take him out for lunch. But if I'm coming there just to bring him some food, you got to realize how that looks for you and how that looks for your son. To be sitting there eating his McDonald's and his brothers and sisters looking like, you know, like he not inclusive. So it, it's, it's, it's a catch-22, but he's not obligated. But I think anybody, I mean, with $20 in their pocket can go and buy three kids McDonald's. Yeah. So is that I was just about to say how many siblings were there? It was a couple kids. I mean I heard like three, four kids screaming. Yeah. But I mean it wasn't like she had twelve kids and it wasn't a party in there. It was just Yeah. You know, and, and the way she was putting them on blast, it was like again, you gotta realize he's not obligated and you gotta you gotta realize who you laid down with. Maybe he ain't the type of person to do that. He the type of person to say, Look, this is my kid, I'm taking care of my kid, you ain't gonna say shit to me about what I do for my kid, and that's cool. If that's your type of bond, but it seemed like it blew up because, you know, my other kids is here. And yeah, you... I mean, for, and when I saw it, like, I, and I only watched it once, um, but and then I think she did like a follow up video. I, I scroll a lot of times, but and I don't listen. What if that to was stuff. you though? Like, if you put yourself in those shoes and you had three kids or four kids, and your baby daddy was bringing over food for his one son, and you knew that. Soon as your kid come in here with this food, your kid's gonna cry because they ain't got it, and mommy you to death, and it's gonna be a fucking issue when when he leave. Like it's just a, like yeah. damn, what the fuck? One, it would never make it to social media. 
Obviously. Like, <laughs> like that whole, I don't, you know, people wanting to, whatever. But what would you but say But in to that him scenario, or... I would hope that we could have a conversation because I, she knew he was coming because she was, like, recording out the window waiting. You know, maybe call him, hey, um... You stopping at McDonald's. Do you mind picking them up something? I'll give you the money when you get here. Or I'll cash up you the money. Can you get something for them too so they all can have right. something? You know, that would be my conversation with him. Like, you know, or um, or if you're coming to get him, you know, for lunch or whatever today. Okay, fine. But that would, I would hope that regardless of how tumultuous your relationship may be, that that would be a conversation you could have. Because maybe he, I mean, yeah, McDonald's is cheap, but maybe, maybe I don't know if he brings the kid lunch. And I'm not going to play the game like if your relationship is tumultuous, that might be a, something in your favor. She might, you might get in her good gracious by doing that. Yeah. $20, like, you not showing up being ignorant. Y'all having arguments, but you came over still and said, you know what? I, my son here, his brothers and sisters here, here go some food, here go lunch for him for the day. That shit might work in your favor so that y'all relationship ain't tumultuous. Like, think yeah. about it on a, a bunch of levels other than just the, the individual aspect of it. That's mine's and, and I'm his dad and I'm only going to take care of him. Like, he got brothers and sisters. No, they're not yours, but your son has brothers and sisters. Yeah. Like, if they was over your house, I mean, or, never mind, never mind, because they would be over his Yeah, house. right, right. But, I mean, it is one of them situations where I think the mature thing to do would be to make sure. Now, I mean, and then that situation gets sticky, too, because you feel like, what if the other children, uh, let, let's let's think outside the box of just McDonald's, right? Not, not to, like, belabor the conversation, but, you know, you bring your child, you know, some some summertime schools over you know they need some sneakers you know some clothes or whatever and the, let's say the other parents either aren't in their life you know maybe deceased absent whatever may just not be financially able or just may not want to take care for those children if i did it if i had a great relationship with my baby mom i would um extend i, I would extend my hand if i had it i wouldn't like outright buy her kids whatever they needed but if i seen her kid didn't have shit in school was coming up and needed an outfit or a pair of sneakers then i probably would i probably would i think i would allow you to depending on the relationship with the baby mom, yeah i probably on the would. kind of woman that she is oh obviously um, if we're in a relationship then I would, again i don't know if i would be letting you take care of somebody else's kids but no, yeah, it, it would be a conversation to be it had. would obviously I, be a conversation i wouldn't just do it i'm not saying that yeah. I, I, I was meaning uh, right context, no i, I but obviously yes but it's just the right thing to do. Like, I want those blessings. It's the right yeah. thing to fucking do. Like McDonald's is one. Yeah, thing. like, but I'm talking about, okay, she got two kids. I'm going over there and fitting my kid out with, you know, sneakers, boots, sandals, everything he need for school. And her kid got, sh I mean, the other kid got shit, crying, and, and like, he ain't gonna pay of sneakers. Like, smile. Like, you a kid. Like, you know how that shit feel as a kid. You would say, go sneakers. Yeah, like, I, you, I mean, if you a kid and that shit happens to you, you know how that shit feel. Like, it's not cool. Did that make you emotional? A little bit. I'm sorry about that. A little bit. So, yeah, it's the kids. You know, it, that, that's a that's a very touchy conversation for me, not just in the sense of McDonald's, because, you know, I have nieces and nephews that have different parents, and um, I, I'm grateful that you know, they all feel in, in, um, oh my God, baby, that really made you emotional. 
because it's the kids. Like, how could you treat kids like that? Like, that's just not cool. Yeah. Um, I am extremely grateful that despite, um, you know, the, the co-parenting relationship that my sister, you know, has had with um, their fathers that they all know and feel that they are loved regardless of the situation. And I know that's not the the nature and, and of all um, households, um, you know, but, but I do know. That. And I even in the sense of like, you know, um, uh. I don't want to put people business out there, but I know people that I love who have um, men who have been fathers to other children who may not biologically be theirs, but they stepped right on up and they play that role. I'm just going to say it. Shout out to you, Daryl, because you played the part. You are the dad. So yeah, if you I'm just do something in a that. kid's life like that and they never would probably like that shit might mean the world to them. Yeah. You never know what stage of life they in or what they're feeling. So, yeah. Like, if it ain't going to hurt you, do something nice for a stranger. So. Well, they're not strangers, <laughs> but I got I'm, you. <laughs> well, her kids is like, you don't know them little bastards. <laughs> but do something nice for a stranger. Um, Act to the Podcast, Doing a Rap, episode 77. Um, Act to the Podcast.com. Act to. Act to the Podcast.com. <laughs> Facebook. Facebook. Instagram. Wait, Facebook. So, cara is Facebook is Libre. So, as Cara face. Cara Libre. Cara Libre. I think that's how you say Facebook, yeah. Instagram. Instagramo. YouTube. YouTubeo. Google. Google. Podcast. Podcast. Anchor. Anchor. Radio Public. Radio Publico. TikTok. TikTok. Breaker. Breaker. Spotify. Spotify. Twitter. Tweet, tweet. <laughs> Act to the podcast episode 77. Appreciate y'all. Um, if you fuck with us, you fuck with us. If you don't, you should. Peace. Damn.